Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hopefully people are listening and... God, get your fucking birdie out of your makeup bag. <laughs> I know. Get mace. I always lock my doors when I get into my car right away. Yes. It's just like that's a that's a habit that I've had from like such a young age. Um, Me too. It's really sad that we have to have been taught that by our mothers at such an early age. Yeah. Like look under the car when you're walking up to it. Right. Make sure no one's in your backseat. Lock the door right. quickly. Like, ugh. Caitlin. Hi, Cassie. Hi, creepy people. Hello. Hello. If you're new to our creepy corner of the world, this is PNW Haunts and Homicides, where we chat about true crime, paranormal, and all things creepy in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And we also do a tarot reading at the end of every episode so that you can get some insight into the topic. Yeah. Just a little insight a little insight a little sight into your in nerds oh okay <laughs> spooky season so i'm gonna let that one slide i think yeah um, i mean this will be out after spooky season but we're still in spooky season right now and i'm yeah. very uh ash nico to out yeah. right now you're fully engaged yes. with the spooky of the season yes yeah we're going to the concert tonight. It's going to be so much fucking fun. Ah! We're having the best October. Yeah, we really are. Seriously. Um, we may have slightly overscheduled ourselves this weekend. Nah. Um, it's fine. <laughs> we never do that. Yeah, it doesn't happen. We, we kind of had some true crime happen to us recently. It's true. Um, we, we had our podcast stolen. Yes. And... It's probably one of the more confusing and upsetting things that has happened to me in my adult life. Um, but it 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 happened. It did. Um, we had two ghosts from Florida fly in, swoop in, steal our pod for an episode for their Halloween episode of all places. And this podcast was called. Michael and Jeremy steal your podcast. It's in the name, you guys. We should have known. <laughs> it was actually all in good fun. It's the yes. premise of their podcast show, obviously. They steal other people's podcasts. They kind of pretend to be you a little bit. Yeah. 
they they steal your premise and all of your fun things like the tarot that we do. Mm-hmm. And they go and do their own episode based off of that. Yeah. So would you say I'm more of a Michael or a Jeremy? Mm, you're definitely the Michael of the group because you're like the leader. Oh. Okay. I mean, I assume he's the leader. Yeah, I don't know. I he's so. the one who talked Hold the on. most. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then that's, he talked the most. So yeah, that's, that tracks. Yeah. <sighs> Some Leo energy. They had a paranormal investigator on that they interviewed and then they did some of their own tarot. Yeah, without us. Yeah. But it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. They also have a little bit of a sticky mess that they need to uh, come clean up. So <laughs> they left their ectoplasm everywhere. Yes. Right. That is correct. Take your ectoplasm back to Florida. <laughs> Anywho, well, this is a Creepy People Chronicles episode. It is. Creepy People Chronicles are when we share your stories, your spookies, your oogies. Sometimes they're witchy or ghosty or true crimey. Yeah. That also. And look at that. I I I I have one. <laughs> oh no. I'm like, Yay. okay, I'm really worried about this story that you're going to tell. Yeah. You got me scared. Yeah. Me too. <gasps> okay. Well, you go first. Oh, should I go first? Oh, joy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am really just struggling today to gather my thoughts. And I think I was telling you earlier that I think my body is just um, processing um, an increased level of cortisol. Maybe that's what it is. And I think it's turned off my brain. Oh, no. So here we go. (laughs) So you are just a hat rack today. (laughs) I am just a hat rack today. Very much so. Very, very much so. All right. So just what you want for your Friday, your Friday, if you will. Um, I was leaving work and I looked down at my phone and I was like, I have 10 text messages. And I have not been ignoring my phone all day, but um, it turned out it was primarily a group chat that just really kind of exploded. Okay. (laughs) But I saw that I had messages from, let's see, my mom. Um, It looked like it was messages from Chris, but he was part of the group chat. And then I had messages from you and I think at least one other person, um, the details some of them are a little fuzzy. Um, so I'm leaving work. And as I'm getting into my car, I see that I have all of these messages. And the way that my new work building is located, it's near a very busy corner um, right before a T intersection. Okay. And there's railroad tracks um, right by us. Um, I don't think I'm geolocating myself too much. Now I'm a little bit paranoid. So, um, <laughs> oh no. I, yeah, it was quite a time. Um, so there's a gas station that depending on, you know, what side of the street or of the building that you're on, I think of it as being like kind of behind us. Um, it's across like kind of a little rolling grassy hill, um, that's, like backs up to our parking lot. Okay. And 
I feel like I'm going like into a lot of painstaking detail and I'm like getting really nervous. Uh, I want to picture it. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, I, I had to use objects to try to locate for Chris when I was like explaining to him when I got home last night. Um, so I've always assumed that there was a little bit more of a distance between there's like that little rolling grassy hill and you go down and then the gas station is down there and the backside of their building is right there. Um, I've already, this is my second experience with something unfortunate occurring on the backside of the gas station building. So, oh yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) which is exactly how I feel about it. (laughs) Okay. Um, and I am sitting there and I'm about to kind of start looking through my messages quick because I thought to myself like, oh man, I wonder if there's something important going on or, um, you know, I just don't know. So I wanted yeah. to check. 10 and messages is quite a bit. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, if nine of those messages had been from my mom or from Chris, I'm thinking like, okay, there could be like legitimately an emergency or something. So just as a frame of reference, I'm kind of setting up some of the deets. Yeah. So I, you know, went to check my messages and dig out my wallet because I was about to go run a couple of errands. And um, as I'm sitting there for a minute, um, I looked up and I realized there was somebody who was sitting down fully sitting down, like with his back up against the gas station building. And I was like, oh, weird choice, but like, cool, whatever. Um, Kind of an older guy. So I was like, all right, maybe he walked there from somewhere and he's tired. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes you don't ask a lot of questions because you're not sure if you want the answers. Um, Yeah. Anywho. And... As I'm sitting there for like a little bit longer, I realize that like he's looking directly at me. And then I realize that his face is like very animatedly like angry. He's animatedly like outwardly speaking and making direct eye contact at me. Okay. That that's I don't like that. Yeah, that's creepy. I mean, at first it kind of started, he just looked like he was staring right at me. So I kind of shrugged that off and I was like, whatever, like, you know, maybe he's totally zoning out. But when I realized like he's speaking, like he's audibly speaking, I couldn't hear him because of the distance. And, you know, I've, of course, got a podcast playing in the background. And you're in your car, right? Yeah, I was in my car. But I was still kind of fiddling with my phone for another minute and I like look up and I'm like, okay, he's like, his demeanor is changing and he's like standing and he's still like seemingly angrily like shouting up at me and like looking directly at me. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Um, And I'm just kind of like, all right, I'm, you know, I just need to like get myself situated and I'm going to leave. And then all of a sudden I looked up and he was literally charging at my car. Oh my God. He was charging at my car and he just had 
the most deranged look on his face that I think I've ever seen. Like in person, in real life, on a human person's face. And he was screaming. And he was like, just very angry. And where I was parked is super close to the front door of the building. And I knew that the front door hadn't been locked yet. Um, But I was also one of the very last people there. But I did know that there was at least one person still there. I thought it might have been down to just me and one other person, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. But this guy, he closed the gap between, I thought this was a much further distance coming up that little tiny grassy hill from the gas station than, than it must be. I'm going to go out there with like a tape measure or something. Cause oh my gosh. It, I could not believe, I couldn't believe how fast he was like immediately within like probably three or four feet of my car. Oh. Um, and it was at that point, like I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like panicking. Um, and I go to pull out. I put it in reverse. And then I'm also very, very close to the exit of like the parking lot onto the main road. The only problem is that because we're so close to the corner, um, sometimes you have to wait for the cars that are turning right from the like perpendicular road um, to go. <laughs> Uh-oh. So the whole time, and this is not a short distance. So if he wanted to keep, like, if he was going to come up and, like, attack me, he could just keep running after my car. And it's yeah. it's not far at all. And obviously, I'm not, you know, hitting it up to, like, 70 miles per hour because it's a parking lot. I don't even have enough runway to get up to that kind of speed. And so I'm just looking over my shoulder and looking behind me and checking my mirrors and stuff for the few seconds that I have to sit there and wait to pull out. And um, just to make sure that he wasn't like following me. And as I'm, you know, I already passed by um, the, the, the main door and I was panicking because I was like, oh my God, this guy is like, he's so close to right there at the front door and he could just like walk into the building. Yeah. And I was like, he's clearly like not here with us. So like, what is he going to do if he stumbles into the building? And I was like, I can't get out of my car. Like, because if I do that, then I like have nowhere to go. Yeah. I don't have a way to like get into the building and like lock the door faster than he could like catch me. So I'm panicking because on top of like, I just want to pull away from the building. I was like, oh my God, what do I do? Like he could go into the building and like really hurt someone. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there and as I'm like pulling away, I just like rapid honked my horn. And then I just like pulled away. I was like, I have to go. I can't like because I'm sitting there thinking like, can I call the main office line and like try to connect to the person who's like still at the office? And I'm like, I don't know their extension. Yeah. And like, this is a brand new job. I don't even know everybody's names yet. Oh, man. So 
I just basically like pulled up to the grocery store parking lot, the first place that I was going to go on my errands. And I was like sitting there thinking through like, I have my birdie. I, I own Mace. I have no idea where it is. Yeah, I know. Aaron, I have not found it. I haven't ordered a new one. Um, yes, Chris has already addressed this with me. So I don't want to hear about it. And by the time this comes out, you better bet we both will have some and maybe a taser as well. But as I was like thinking it through, I'm like, my birdie is inside of a cosmetic bag zipped up in my backpack. Well, that makes no sense. Yeah, it really doesn't. Um, But my keys were getting really bulky and I wasn't always carrying it with me and I wasn't just like always having it at the ready and... So that's that's changed. I fixed yeah. that in the in the parking lot of a Trader Joe's. Um, <laughs> but I sat there and was just eventually I just had to get out of my car because I was like, I don't want people to think I'm weird because I've sat here so long that the person who was parked right next to me, they came out to their car after I'd already been there for a couple of minutes. They pulled away. And the empty parking spot on my right, somebody has pulled in, gotten out of their car. They're probably halfway done with their shopping. I mean, exaggeration, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then a new car pulled into the initially occupied spot. So I was like, I I have to go. I feel like I'm I'm just I can't like make words. I can't seem to like clear my thoughts, but the look on this guy's face. I am not kidding you that I almost pulled like a quarter of a block away and just like pulled over. I just like couldn't figure out where I should pull over. Yeah. Um, Cause it's just in a spot where it's difficult to like find it. It's a, it's a tough spot, but I was like, I'm, my head feels so heavy and dizzy and I could just feel like I could feel it but I could hear it like all of the blood rushing into my head yeah and I could hear the pounding in my ears and I was like this is one of those times where you go from you know being there's a lot of circumstances that I think probably most women in life have encountered that you feel a little bit uneasy. This was one of the only times, I don't want to say in my life because that, if I go back far enough, this is this is a feeling that I understand, but this is the last this is the only time in like the last decade that I can clearly recall feeling like, I think if this person gets to me, I really think they want to hurt me. That's so terrifying. And I just was like alternating between being completely catatonic and just like, Periods of like sobbing. Are you hearing that? Yeah. Okay. We all of a sudden just got like a ton of 
like static in our ears and it's gone. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I'm telling you, this story is haunted. <laughs> I said that jokingly, but maybe I'm not. I don't know. It's so hard to put into words. Like, I feel like I, I can't fully express just like the way that it was like, I'm lizard brain afraid. I'm purely acting on really like the fight or flight. Like I genuinely thought that this person meant to do me serious harm. I don't know. It's it's hard to describe because I think a lot of us feel like we're worried about that. Yeah. But it was very, it was a very, a moment of very real, like this is happening. Thank God you were in your car and like in your car. I know ready to go and not like at a bus stop. Oh my God. Can you imagine if? Yeah, I know. So as you can imagine, um, you know, I think I told you, uh, no, I didn't tell you. I told, cause I, I purposefully didn't tell you what happened here because, um, because I wanted to build to share it. And I thought maybe it would be easier to not tell it and tell it and tell it. And yeah, keep um, re- repeating yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and then it's it's always one of those things too where um some things you want to be prepared and some things you just want to say the thing and have that be like how your brain spits out the words. Yeah. And I thought maybe in this case um it should be the latter and now I'm starting to wonder if it should have been the former. Um, no, but we can see how it clearly affected you. And I, hopefully people are listening and God, get your fucking birdie out of your makeup bag. <laughs> I know. Get mace. I always lock my doors when I get into my car right away. Yes. It's just like, that's a, that's a habit that I've had from like such a young age. Um, me too. It's really sad that we have to have been taught that by our mothers at such an early age. Yeah. Like, look under the car when you're walking up to it. Right. Make sure no one's in your backseat. Lock the door right. quickly. Like, ugh. I don't know. It just, the, and then there was sort of this weird feeling of, like, I don't want to say re-traumatization exactly, but, you know, Chris's response was, like, I feel like I need to go over there and see if this person is still there. And, you know, he's had to do that in other situations and sometimes, you know, related to his job. Um, but he was basically saying, you know, maybe this is a situation where we need to figure out what his current location is and, you know, let law enforcement be aware. Yeah. So I'm given to understand because my my reaction immediately was like, why would we call the cops like the attitude about violence against women really of any kind any form or fashion is a little bit frustrating in so many cases where it's like until he hurts you there's nothing we can do mm. because there's no crime that's been committed but um so that anybody else who's maybe you know experienced something like this knows it's you know in that instance, you know, depending on the jurisdiction, that can be considered like 
harassment or um, like a threat of violence. Yeah. So, yeah, man. But um, I was like, well, I don't want to leave the house again. I need to just melt and not be a person anymore. I need to just be a hat rack now. Yeah. And I can't do that if you leave because then I just sit here and cry and worry that like, you know, maybe in the course of you trying to just report this to the proper authorities that like something bad happens. I just, yeah. Yeah. So that was, yeah. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. It wasn't that much fun. No. (laughs) Like zero out of 10. I can't say enough how much I don't recommend. Negative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was sort of strange because I feel like in a weird way, women are so prepared to protect themselves um, against violence, you know, coming perpetrated by men largely. Sorry, guys. You know. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like this felt like something different than like, I feel like we all kind of have this sort of a trope in our minds about like, oh, you know, it's like the rapist that attacks you in a car park or whatever. And this felt like a very different, I don't know, something in my lizard brain was like, I don't think that's what this is. I think this person like wants to physically hurt you in not that way that you've been accustomed to think that all men do. Yeah. And it was like during the daytime. It was. Yeah, it was broad daylight. Yeah. He was clearly on something and I think so he was uh, the fastest grandpa I've ever met oh god I've seen people on the side of the road like recently a guy just like screaming at his bike and kicking it on the side of the road and you know he looked very angry I didn't see him full in the face yeah but I can just imagine like I was imagining that type of thing coming at you it was I in this situation you know I've, I've seen that as well And this was the first time that I was like, oh, fuck, I'm the bike. Yeah. I'm the bike. Yeah. So, yeah, just, I think, just processing it. I don't know. I don't know why it feels like, in a way, like, okay, this feels very dramatic, like, calm down. But I feel like I have to trust the, like, instinctual part of me that knows that this was... This was not good. Like you said, if I had been on foot, like this would have ended very differently. I really, I really believe that. Shit. Yeah. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So aside from Caitlin's absolutely terrifying fucking story today. Yeah. We do have an email. Is it scary? I don't know because surprise, I haven't even read a word of it. <gasps> what? Yeah, I feel like I, because usually I kind of skim them. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I think it'd be fun to just not read anything about it. I, <laughs> I kind of read the last line. I glanced at it oh in the first God. line, but uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be much of a palate cleanser from Caitlin's story. So, Oh, good. Yeah. Yay. Uh, enjoy, everyone. You'll be just as surprised as I am when I read it. I I mean, I do like that aspect. So it's titled Paranormal Story. So we kind of, you know, we can see what it's maybe about. Okay. They say, hello. (gasps) (laughs) I know. Love the show. Thanks for being a wonderful and creepy source of entertainment. You're welcome. We try. I'd like to remain anonymous. This story goes back many years, so I will do my best to keep it as short as possible. But it is worth the read. Dot, dot, dot. Obviously. (laughs) We think so. We think anything is worth the read. Love it. When I was nine years old, my family moved into the home where it all started. Okay. (gasps) Where what started? Oh. Shortly after moving there, within days, my little brother, who is six, started refusing to sleep in his room. Oh. That's not a good sign. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, that's a bad sign. This was never an issue at our previous home. You don't say. Personally, I always felt nervous in the house. Every time I went up the stairs, I couldn't help but run as fast as I could because of the intense feeling of somebody being right behind me. Okay. Um, (gasps) No, thank you. They go on to say, I mean, almost fall on your face fast. So they were like sprinting up those stairs. I mean, for some people, that's just like every speed, but. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin has to run all the time or she would just get trampled by everyone else going so fast. (laughs) Her little legs, my little legs. Every time I got to the top, I'd stop, turn around and just be thankful nothing got me. Oh, God. Why okay. would you stop and turn around? I, I just keep going to my room. <laughs> uh, that's what I was going to say. You don't want to see, just in case. No. My bedroom was next to my brother's, and I really hated having to walk by it all the time. I would always need the door to be wide open because if it wasn't, I would feel like someone was hiding in there. <laughs> oh. So I'd kick it open and run if it was partially closed. Okay, that's... Totally. I mean, that's a totally normal thing to do. Yeah, normal response to just a room in the house, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go with that. Ooh. Nobody ever went in that room. One day I came out of my bedroom and the bedside lamp was on, which I found very strange because I knew nobody I knew nobody had been in there. It took every bit of courage I had to go and turn it off. Well, when I did, the light bulb exploded and I got quite the shock as well as a burn from hot glass. Oh, no. Oh, no. That is not what I expected. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Ouch. My older sister was in her first year of high school and decided to throw a Halloween party. She had this friend who was always such a bully. So I do find this part kind of amusing. (laughs) Okay, good. I'm here for it. Yes, we don't like bullies. No. She had this tough girl persona, always wearing a leather jacket and acting as if she was... (laughs) And acting as if she was queen shit of Turd Island. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That's great. You know, I'm just going to say it. I'm glad that we've turned a corner societally and just wearing leather jacket doesn't really mean anything other than that you own a leather jacket. <laughs> yeah. I think if you <laughs> if you're acting like you're the queen shit of Turd Island and wearing a leather jacket. Yeah. Yeah, I could see. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, during this party, she went to use the washroom, which was located at the top of the creepy staircase, but came bolting out of the house in a panic. The other kids tried to ask her what happened, but she just kept saying, there's something in there. I don't want to talk about it. (gasps) What's in there? She was quite upset that people were so curious and asking. So she left almost immediately and refused to ever go inside her house again. Okay. Well. (sighs) So I assume it was more than just like a giant turd in the toilet or... Well, she wouldn't have been afraid of that. She was queen turd of... That's right. Yeah, queen shit of turd island. That was her people. (laughs) Yeah. She would have never felt more at home. I agree. Yeah. My sister and I have never been all that close. But a few years later, she told me that she would have really strange dreams during our time living there. Because my younger brother wouldn't sleep in his own bedroom He would either sleep in my sister's room or my mom's room. My sister's dreams were always about my brother dying some horrible death. Oh, no, I hate that. And she would wake up convinced that it was real until she would see him sleeping soundly beside her. At the time, this was all she told me. Is that the dog? As there's a clicking outside my window. Oh. Okay. Well, listen. Okay. It's pull my feet up into the chair o'clock. <laughs> so hold on just a sec. Oh, God. Okay. All right, you guys. Nothing can get me now. Right. Okay. Man, that having, ugh, having those kinds of dreams is just the fucking worst. I don't. No, I don't. I don't. No. No. <laughs> Fast forward a few years. When I was 15, I decided to move in with my dad and things got pretty intense for me. I kept having this recurring dream. I'd wake up in my room and walk over to my window. But when I looked outside, it didn't look like my yard. I'd see a tree with an old wooden and rope swing and a dirt road that would wind up past the tree. It was actually quite a pleasant scene. I'd see an old red flat deck truck, 1940s style, coming up from the top of the road. Then the sky would get dark and I'd notice the swing was now a noose. No, thank you. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Why did it transform into a noose? I don't like it. Yeah, no, I have to go. I just remembered I have a thing. (sighs) I'd run towards my door, but no matter how hard I pulled, It just kept slamming shut as if someone was holding the other side. (sighs) I'd look to my left 
and this woman was there. She was tall and slim with long black hair, wearing a white dress. And although I couldn't tell you what her face looks like, there's just this knowing that she is beautiful. Okay. I was expecting a lot worse. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I like, okay. I, I hope I can breathe the rest of the night yeah. because I have forgotten how. <laughs> I, I don't know how anymore. Okay. So she's beautiful. That's a, a relief. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, God forbid she should be unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. Can't really explain that. It's like I've seen her face but also haven't, which I kind of get. It's like deja vu feeling. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit like fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. She starts to loom over me as if she is getting taller and I realize she's not on the ground. And what I see after that is so otherworldly that I can't put it into words. Okay, great. Well, Um, we don't want to push you. So... (laughs) Spoiler alert, she doesn't stay beautiful. Oh. She turns... (laughs) I'm nervous. I don't... Okay. She turns so demonic and comes towards me so incredibly quick that it jolts me awake. Ah. Just like that. Yeah. (laughs) Every single time this happens, I have to get out of bed, look out my window to make sure I'm actually awake. I had this dream four times. That is four times too many. Yeah. Many weird things happened while I lived in that room. To be clear, this is a different house, but it did stop when I moved to a different bedroom. Okay. I won't share every last detail, but the other things I will mention is twice I'd been woken up from the feeling of my cat jumping onto my bed, but I'd quickly realized that she's not in my room and the door is closed. <gasps> no. So not your cat. Maybe no. it's like a spirit cat. Yeah. A spirit guide cat or something, right? Mm. Yeah. Listen, I'm already a little touch and go with cats because I don't <laughs> understand them. So ghost cats, that's a it's a bridge too far for me. Oh uh, personally. Okay. I won't spoiler alert this one. I'm just gonna go into it. Okay, great. <laughs> So I'd open my eyes to see the woman from my dreams just no. sitting on the end of oh. my bed. <laughs> she would disappear as I went to get... Oh, God, I can't even read. She would disappear as I went to get a light on. So if you could see her until you went to turn on the light? Oh, God. Okay. Well, that's... I'm sure there's reasons. Yeah. You know, because reasons. Ghost reasons. Yeah. Demonic reasons. I mean, yeah. (sighs) For years, nothing else happened. I had almost forgotten about it all. Well, did my best to never think or talk about it anyway. Don't blame you. Yeah. I am now 32 years old. My sister and I have gotten a bit closer in the past year, and she was over for coffee a couple of months ago. Somehow, we got on the topic of the first house that I'd mentioned in this story. She told me more about her experience there and told me there was more than just dreams. No, thank you. This is where shit gets weird. (laughs) Now it's getting weird. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (sighs) I'm just going to have to take your word for it. 
She told me twice she woke up to the sound of someone coming up the staircase. She would walk down the hall to see a woman halfway up the stairs. The woman would look up, notice my sister, and start coming towards my sister. Not step by step, but in a levitation manner, picking up speed. (sighs) My sister would run back to her room. I asked if this was a dream, but she swears she was awake. Out of curiosity, I asked what this woman looked like. No. Okay. (laughs) She described her as kind of like the girl from the ring. No. But not. Nope. 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 Podcast over. Nope. You're you're not seeing her. Hopefully. Nope. Not going to see her. Nope. We'll cleanse you. (laughs) As soon as she said that, I was in shock. (sighs) Well, thanks for joining me. I just bumped my shoulder on the on the thing oh, and God. I thought someone touched me. It was really scary. <laughs> I was like, no. I wondered what happened. I was like, uh, what was that? <laughs> Whoops. You're like, yeah, that's what I was wondering. I scared myself. Scared. <laughs> I asked how she was different. My sister said she's not a child. She's tall and her hair doesn't cover her face, but I can't picture her face for some reason. But she's really pretty. Oh, great. So like the same, it's the same person. Yeah, that, I mean, it's better if they're the same, probably. Two of those, two separate. I don't know. That makes it more real, though, if it's, they're like validating each other's creepy shit. I I don't (laughs) like it. I don't like it. I literally sank to the floor when she said that. I told my sister about my dreams and we found other similarities. I asked if anything else ever happened. I said, has she ever just stopped in for a visit? I'm not even kidding. She said, yeah. And she sits on the end of my bed. (gasps) No, no, no. Oh my God. I just got fucking freezing cold. No. Did you get chilly willies? I don't like it. Uh Uh-uh. No, it's not cold. I don't. uh -uh. I got the goose flesh. Uh -uh. We've agreed to leave it there. And never talk about it again. Yeah, that's that's probably for the best. That is so fucking creepy. Yeah, and she comes and sits on the end of my bed. Oh, no. I don't like that. I don't like I that. I really don't like that. Stop, stop doing that. You shouldn't hang out with her, you know? Especially like when she starts saying, seven days. <laughs> no. Like, nope, no, <laughs> no, no. What's crazy too is that Normally, if something was sitting on the end of my bed like that I thought was a beautiful woman or something, I'd be like, okay, maybe they're trying to protect you or they're just, you know, making sure that you're having nice dreams. But then the other part of the dream where she turns into a damn demon and rushes your face. Yeah. So I feel like in case it was unclear, I don't think that's her plan. I really wanted it to be true. but Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit, I'm so sorry you've had so many traumatic events and then you wrote us a story about it after agreeing never to talk about it again. Yeah. <sighs> well, hopefully maybe getting it out and yeah, into the universe will help calm it down in your mind. <laughs> Alleviate. Yeah, and we'll do a little tarot reading for it too. Oh, great. And by we, Cassie means she. You're going to be there too. I will physically be in the room. My soul has left the building. (laughs) We need your energy. 
don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> As indie podcasters, we love to show our support of other awesome shows. So stay tuned for the promo we've got to share with you this week. Let's show them some love. You can find their info in our show notes. Hi, I'm Sean McCabe. And I'm Carrie McCabe. We are, well, married, obviously, (laughs) but we're also obsessed with the darker side of things. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. True crime stories, alien abductions, poltergeists. If it leaves you scratching your head and keeping those lights on at night, we want to hear about it. That's why we host the podcast, Ain't It Scary, with Sean and Carrie. Every week, we bring our listeners a true story guaranteed to send chills down your spine, from history's most brutal serial killers to the mystery of spontaneous human combustion. Yep, lots of these stories leave unanswered questions behind, and you'll get to poke through the rubble of the evidence with a hardened skeptic and... Someone whose mind is more open to fun. Yeah, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. The show really feels like just kicking back with us at home and chatting about monsters and tragedies, but having a few laughs along the way. Just like we'd be doing if the mics were off, frankly. (laughs) You can find Ain't It Scary with Sean and Carrie wherever you get your podcasts and on social media at Ain't It Scary. Come play with us. Forever and ever and ever. If you're a frequent PNW Haunts and Homicides listener, you probably already know we're Birdie Ambassadors. We wanted to take a quick moment to tell you a little bit more about this awesome product. Birdie is the modern personal safety alarm made for women by women. In a situation where you feel threatened or unsafe, you can simply activate Birdie's loud siren and flashing light to create a diversion. Birdie is perfect to carry anytime because the device is lightweight and comes in a variety of colors. So important. Use our ambassador link and coupon code PNW Haunts and Homicides to receive 10% off your purchase. Like our social media handles, the coupon code is all spelled out, no special characters. You can find the link and promo code in our show notes or PNW Haunts and Homicides link tree. Have, Have a safe ass day. day. You guys, we're back. And don't worry, we did get more wine. Well, of course. Well, you're going to shuffle some of that dick? So I got a new deck at Margie's Outdoor Store. God damn it. It is brand new. I got the crow deck. And she's been sitting on selenite. I've been holding her and... Calling at her. Oh, call. You would. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't used it yet. No, I pulled one card from it. Pulled one card. Okay. It's a very recent trip. 
very fresh, very new. Okay. Now I'm just saying words. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that happens sometimes. Okay. So we're going to pull a card for the spooky house, spooky dreams, the ring lady who's not the ring lady who's pretty, but you don't see her face. <laughs> okay. All that. <laughs> but do we have to? Yes, we do. So anonymous, Fine. this is your card. <laughs> Your card is the Queen of Wands. Okay. I'm so nervous. So it's got two lions on it and a crow and some sunflowers. I a turned sun. almost right to it. Ooh, I like it. Okay. And it's in the upright? In the upright. Okay. Our keywords are creativity, passion, prosperity, fruitfulness, and generosity. Generosity? Generosity. Like the king, the Queen of Wands is often pictured seated on a throne, wearing an elegant robe and a crown. She's usually a beautiful, mature woman who epitomizes feminine authority, confidence, warmth, and enthusiasm. Is, is she the <laughs> queen should have turned island? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> We're going to use that all the time now, by I the know. way. That's that's ours now. Thank you. We're going to have merch made. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. In a reading, the queen may signify an actual person. When she does, it's someone who's active, vibrant, and outgoing, perhaps a woman with a creative nature. Upright. A fortunate card, the upright queen gives you a thumbs up. I disagree. <laughs> hmm. If this card signifies a real person, she's a figure who commands respect. Whether she's in the boardroom or the home. The boardroom or the bedroom. Oh. <laughs> Am this, I right? This is creepy, though, because yeah. it was like in someone's like home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh. A wise advisor, she is also a loyal friend, a loving partner, a trustworthy authority. Um, maybe in your previous life. She has a nurturing, colorful, and generous nature. She's confident in her abilities and encourages others to do their best. Huh. Maybe this is like her sister or their yeah. sister. I don't know if it was a man or a woman writing this, but. Yeah. I wonder if it was their sister because they did say they got they had a better relationship now for the past, what was it, year? Yeah, that could be. Maybe, Maybe like the good side of the story is popping yeah. out through the cards. That that feels like maybe more on point. <laughs> like the king, she may play a prominent role in a business or her community. In a question about money, the queen says, do what you love, the money will follow. You may receive money from a creative venture or prosper through a partnership or other alliance. If you asked about a job, the upright queen shows a period of fulfillment when a project bears fruit and you're happy with the outcome. This is also a good time to birth or expand a venture. In a reading about a relationship, she shows a passionate romance between loyal, loving partners. Maybe this is just a message. That's what I was just thinking as you were really? reading. Yeah. 
Okay, there's an extra excerpt. We didn't finish our sentence, though. We kind of just mind melded there. But we think maybe it's a message for the person who wrote it. And it's not actually about the story. Is that what we were thinking? Yeah, I thought that. I'm sorry. I thought that was kind of implied. I feel like we just like half said it. And for anyone maybe (laughs) who doesn't isn't on our brainwaves. Well, get on our brainwaves. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. The Queen of Wands represents a vital, passionate, and aggressive female who wants to help other people through her efforts. Okay. And then you had us and you lost us. So I'm going to guess. I don't know. Remember, I said maybe she was a helper. Maybe she was just coming on a little too strong. Yeah, maybe. Though she appears to be fighting those who cross her path, she is a true champion of those she supports. So does she support you? I I don't okay. know. Well, did we just get our answer? Maybe answered. Question a little bit answered? of a, I mean, a little bit of a mixed message, potentially. But huh, I kind of like that. That's interesting. There's another one. Okay. The Queen of Wands bears similarities to the Celtic goddess Brigid, who rules both the hearth and the forge. Often she's pictured stirring a fiery cauldron, symbolic of creativity and inspiration, which is link Bridget with self-expression, smithcraft, and healing and celebrate her sabbat known as Imbol on February 1st. Nice. I think you did pretty good with those pronunciations. Because okay. I, I listened to that witchy podcast. What is it? Um, Goddess Witch Womb. That oh, one. Yeah. They, oh, my God. They have so much information. They've talked about her before. Love it. I feel like a shaggy dog. I can't even see my eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, like goodness. And for anyone who's not on Patreon, um, we have a cauldron here today and a bunch of witchy shit. Spells cast here. We've got a magic ball. Our cups are good witch, wicked witch. Caitlin's shirt says drink witches, drink up witches. witches. Yeah. Okay. So this is also just hitting me now as I actually look at the card. This is like a dark, obviously it's a crow. Yeah. But it's like a dark specter looking over two lions. Two lions. The siblings. That really blows my mind that we were wondering if she was good or bad mm-hmm. and it and the whole card seems to suggest it, it I mean it could go either way yeah. yeah that's wild yeah and I didn't know what this whole thing was about too when I picked the crow yeah deck today that's interesting we didn't even know we were really going to record this today so no huh. <laughs> we had no idea yeah. what was going to happen because we never do interesting yeah because the whole witch wow everything just falls right into place doesn't it just just does what it's supposed to this pretty much says the same thing but in a cute crow story so i don't know if All anyone right. wants to see it i'll maybe post it to patreon okay. if you don't care then don't tell me and i won't post it <laughs> i think that we should draw a card for Caitlin's story. Oh, yay. I guess. So I'm feeling like I'm going to shuffle it one more time and then have you draw a card. Oh, I don't want to pick it. I think you should, but don't be scared. Just take a minute and breathe. Breathing is where the air comes into your body and then you push it back out. Yes. Okay. Fill your body with air. 
you do know that I have literally been told that I, first of all, don't blink right. But second of all, don't breathe right. Yeah. <laughs> this is... Okay. We're going to go with this one. So I'm going to set that there because I want to give us the option of... Okay. Okay, what'd you get? There you go. I don't know. Okay. You got the two of swords in reverse. Okay. In reverse. I'm sure that's good. It's another two. It's that. You know, the two, two and two lions, two swords. Yes. Which I'm a lion. I don't know. It is the one. Maybe that's nothing. Not great imagery. Yeah. Of the blindfolded woman. No, that's that's great. I love that one. Sorry. (laughs) No, that's cool. Two of Swords. Keywords are combined resources, courage, faith, friendship, conflict, and balance. In some tarot decks, yeah, I don't, you know, okay. In some tarot decks, this card depicts a blindfolded woman holding two swords crossed over her chest, which maybe I'll just buy two swords. Is that the takeaway? Yeah, no blindfold, though. I think we're done here. I think you've talked before about being Michonne from Walking Dead. Okay. (laughs) Twos generally signify balance or conflict, as well as pairing. I think of the two of swords as the blind faith card because it can represent courage and making decisions based on your own truth and in some cases, spiritual guidance. Like something telling you need to get the fuck out. <laughs> There's a conflict on the horizon. I don't know. Um, this was in reverse, correct? Yes. Okay. Reversed, the two of swords often indicates confusion or conflict with yourself or someone else. Well, okay. I, fair. An imbalance may cause stress or frustration. An imbalance of drugs? Perhaps. Sometimes this card urges you to take action rather than endlessly analyzing a situation. That is so rude and I've never felt more triggered. That's very true though. Like take action. We're getting the mace. You got the birdie out. Like, yeah, yeah, we're doing that. You can't see ahead, but you must take a leap of faith. I mustn't. I shan't. In a reading about money, this card suggests worrying about a financial matter. You don't know what to do and can't trust anyone to help you, which is accurate. Accurate in the moment. Yeah. Don't trust anyone yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, you didn't like run into the building either. So that was like yeah. you're kind of on your own. I'm like, bye. <laughs> the reverse two can indicate choosing between two unsatisfactory options. A rock and a hard place. Apparently. If the reading is about your job, the reverse two represents confusion, indecision, lack of information, or conflicts regarding your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can also warn that colleagues aren't reliable or trustworthy. You need to look hard at something you don't want to see. In a reading about love, Confusion or differences of opinion may cause stagnation in a relationship. Are you clashing swords? <laughs> I feel like it's not about a love yeah, thing, I but... <laughs> a, but I love that turn of phrase. Yeah. Honesty and openness are important now. 
The reverse, too, also represents imbalance. One person may wield more power than the other. Like I am okay with it. Crazy person with nothing to lose. Oh, I thought we were still talking about love. And oh, I was like, okay. Pussy power. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not about love. I'm not thinking about love in your story at all. No, no, not at all. I just was like, let's change oh, the subject and yeah, never sorry. have feelings or. Okay. Was yeah. there any extras? Extra zerps? Extra zerps? <laughs> Maybe I, I should look at I don't know why, but I'm, I'm turning the page and. Oh, okay. Uh, um, Why? Because you found something? Well. I didn't know that I would, but yeah, I was like, oh, I'll turn the page because there's no extra excerpts and there actually is um, on the next page. Whoa. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> it's just a tarot reading. Okay. The soul is a diamond in the rough, which must abide the blows inflicted by suffering in order to shine in all its brilliance. Cassie, do you want to know what book this is from? Yes. Like water for chocolate. Oh, you don't like chocolate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I don't like feelings. So. <laughs> you don't like Here crying into your chocolate? <laughs> I feel like I need to read this. I feel like if I had to eat chocolate, I would cry. <laughs> Shoving chocolate down your throat. Uh, in the little crow book, it says, Two of Swords. The blindfolded crow balances herself on two blades, on the blades of two swords. She calmly stays in place, unable to see the edges or where to safely hop to next. Hmm. She is afraid of making a dangerous or painful mistake. The Two of Swords suggests you may find it difficult to make a significant decision because you feel you are unable to see the full picture or that there is valuable information that is being withheld. If you are feeling stuck, evaluate where the fear is coming from. I think you know where the fear was coming from. Yeah. So, I mean, potentially <laughs> through my yeah. windshield. And look for the steps and information you need to proceed safely. So, you know, start your car and get the fuck out. Yeah. GTFO. <laughs> Pay attention to your surroundings. Very yeah. important. Lock your doors. Uh, when the two of swords is reversed. Oh, okay. The problem with indecision is heightened. You are unable to find any clarity due to an overload of information, thus leaving you more confused and unable to figure out what is most relevant, which definitely it fucked with your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even just the point of like looking over at that like front door and being like, can I run back inside? Yeah. Like, no, no. Like no, you had two choices you? pretty much. Yeah. That's no. interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Wow. Another okay. successful tarot read by two successful witches. Drink up, shall we? <laughs> I think I've had plenty. <laughs> I mean, you've barely had any at all, but I'm a lightweight nowadays. Well, that makes one of us. We have a Patreon shout out. Woohoo, another one. Yes, another one. Does not bite the dust. <laughs> not, not, not doing that. Never. No. But uh, Jocelyn 
Thank you so much for joining us. And you figured out the annual, the annual subscription on Patreon. Oh, she committed to a whole year with us? A whole year. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. We got you. Oh, girl. It's going to be fun. Welcome to our Patreon where you get a personalized welcome card with a mini tarot reading inside. Yes. And a shout out like you just got. It just happened. That was it. We did it. And we're going to do it again. Shout out Jocelyn. 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 We're super excited. We are. (laughs) I hope we're not too excited. (laughs) Yeah. They're a little too eager. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen. If you weren't into the silly voices and giggling and eagerness, then I'm not really sure what you came here for. Exactly. Maybe the ghosts. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Definitely not the murder. Uh, uh, okay, well, <laughs> Jocelyn, care to weigh in here? If you can't support us monetarily, no worries, because the easiest ways to support us are absolutely free. Tell everyone and anyone you come into contact with about us, but not too close of a contact. Yeah. Just like shouting distance. At least three <laughs> to five feet away. Shout, PNW haunts and homicides. Or you can leave us a five-star review on any platform you can. And fun fact, you can leave a review on our website. Yeah, I'm going to go do it right now. Actually, if you visit our website, not only can you leave us a review, there's so many fun things you can do. You can subscribe to our newsletter. Oh, fun. I don't know that we've ever talked about it on the show. We might have like one time. Yeah. But yeah, we have a newsletter. We do. Sometimes we send things. We tell you about the happenings. The haps. What's the happity haps? Is that what the kids say? I think. Sure. Yeah. Okay. If you have any true crime, paranormal, or witchy stories to submit for, I don't know, a CPC. Like this one. Creepy People Chronicles. (laughs) Our listener appreciation episodes. You can email us at pnwhauntsandhomicides at gmail.com or use our handy dandy Google contact link in the episode description. But also while we're talking about like the website and the newsletter and all of the things that we do with the things, you can also leave stories directly on our website. Oh. We have a contact button. Perfect. You can write your stories there. Also, if you send an address with your story, we'll send you some stickers. Stickers? Yeah. Oh, a, my Lord. That's a that's a way to get a little card out of us and some stickers. So. Sure is. Awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited for the flood of stories that's about to come in. Do it. I believe hey, in you guys. Listen, we got a flood of reviews in these last few days. Aww. We had like five on like one day. Oh, thank you, guys. You're always welcome to remain anonymous. See, someone did it. She did it. They did it. He did it. We don't know. So hard to say, (laughs) you know? Somebody did. And remember, your stories do not have to be from the Pacific Northwest. If you want to share, send us a story from anywhere. We don't know where this story was from, so... Follow us on all of the socials if you don't want to miss out on photos of the tarot cards that we pull for every episode, our beautiful altar setups that are also different for every episode, mostly. Mostly. And a lot of backstage shenanigans. 
Yeah. We get into it. We post reels and TikToks. TikToks? Yeah. We we do all that yeah, stuff. Our fun goings on in the Pacific Northwest. We yeah. like to visit places and post about them. I know. Should we tell them about the thing that we're going to do tonight? So oh, when yeah. you listen to this, it will have already happened. Yeah. So we mentioned earlier, we're going to Ash Nico. And then it dawned on us. We're going to the Roseland, which we've covered. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to that episode that we talked about the Roseland. What was it called? Go back and listen to it. Okay, you guys. We just figured out a hundred episodes ago. Exactly. Episode 35. This is episode 135. That's so creepy. Episode 35, we covered what was formerly known as the Starry Night. We are going there tonight. It's now known as the Roseland. The case that we covered was the murder of Tim Moreau. So that episode is titled The Starry Night Murder of Tim Moreau. I, I, yeah, that is crazy. All of the chills, (laughs) all of the chills and all of the nonverbal and weird mouth sounds that I do. You guys get it. It was meant to be. Yeah. Do you want to know when that episode came out? Yeah. It came out on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Oh, my God. That was our uh, Christmas Eve special. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Christmas Eve. How about some murder? Murdering ghosts. I do remember that people yeah. were seeing like a ghost, mm-hmm. like a strangling yeah. sound. And oh, <gasps> strangling. <sighs> no. I don't like Well, hopefully okay. it'll be so packed tonight like that we won't see any ghosts. Yeah. Maybe Cassie will wander off down a dark hallway and try to seek out a ghost. I- <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm not going anywhere alone. Don't worry. Okay. Anyways, you can find our website and our link tree in the description of this episode to check out all of the fun that we have to offer. All of it. Also, the website is linked to our link tree. Ooh. It's a lot of linking. So many links. Linking. That movie Missing Link is so fucking cute. That's why I have Have a creepy creepy ass ass day. See you you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. Or, you know, we hope. Hopefully not at the gas station parking lot. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Everyone be safe, please. Please be safe. Also, Anonymous, let us know if the card meant anything to you. What do you think about it? I know I'm dying to know. Anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> also, like, Anonymous Anonymous, you know, like, the big Anonymous. Like, what up? We hope you guys are always cool with us. Yeah. Yeah, because they they really mess people up. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, we don't. We've talked about it before. We don't want to yeah. be on their bad side. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like something worth mentioning yeah. every once in a while. Just, you know, <laughs> for the, the periodic searches of like who's talking shit. We're not talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm just like floating through time and space. I don't know. I'm Who just said here. That? Who said who said that? You're not here and I'm just here. Yeah. All right. Well, oh wait, bye. Bye. We should probably go. Yeah, yeah we can't keep the camera on cuz no. they might see your unmentionables. <laughs>
we were going to have Chris stay in the back and fold laundry while we did this. And Caitlin was like, no, someone might see my unmentionables. Because <laughs> she is an old timey bitch. I, I'm the old timiest of bitches. God, are you okay? <coughs> you okay? It just wrong too. Oh, the, no. bubbles. the bubbles. <coughs> the bubbles were out to get you. <coughs> they'll they'll get you. They'll get you every Jesus, time. Sorry. No, you're fine. <coughs> Your story's really getting to me. <coughs> <coughs> I mean, I haven't even told you anything. <laughs> it may really like get to you. I feel like it really. Um, I don't know. It really bothered me. Oh my god, that doesn't happen to me like ever. Yeah, you like. Oh no! <laughs> like your eyes are watering. Yeah. No, I feel like I feel like this story is oh like as god. haunted as my hat rack head feels today. <sighs> like it's it's empty and spooky, and no one really knows what's going on. God. And it tried to take my co-host. Man. Well, it creeps me out because, you know, I was having that stuff with my neck where it mm -hmm. felt like I was being strangled. And then the other day I was listening to a podcast and she said that she'd been told that she was going to die by choking. And I was like freaking out because I was like, what is with all the fucking choking? And then today I'm choking. Oh, my God. You were choking the other day. Yeah. A lot of. <clears throat> okay. I don't like it. I don't want to be choked. No, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Okay. I think I'm okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>